Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month, taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees, we're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, what's going on, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. And I'm Andrew. And this week, we're coming at you from a different place. You can probably tell if you're if you're listening to audio only, it might sound a little different. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at the video, it clearly looks a little different. Just a ten. Yeah, we are in Apple Park because this week, Apple has an event. And we typically record on Wednesdays. And we figured it would be ideal if we just stayed here and record the podcast here. Lucky for us, they have a podcast studio. Yeah, and what we just found out today, so um, Justine and Renee did a podcast episode for WWDC, and I thought that was just going to be some permanent studio they had here, but this looks different, if anyone noticed that. Looks like we're in space a little bit. A little bit, Uh, yeah. But they recreate this for different events, and I'm just like sitting here kind of awestruck in in what we're sitting in. So um, I hope if you're watching on video, you appreciate all of this. It's kind of intense for me. I'm it's used to nice. being like holed up in our little podcast studio. It's but. nice to change. I think we we do want to shoot in different spaces sometimes. So sure. we're in, we're in the Apple spaceship officially. Yeah, I think last for Apple real. event we did a live podcast. It was in a hotel room. So this is far yeah. far better than. But that. like we did that one episode in the what car were we in? We were. We in did the, it in your uh, in my car. Plaid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's that's a fun thing. We'll do. I it hope more. this sounds better than that. I think it'll sound I better. I think it than will. That. Okay. Well, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. They did their classic uh, September keynote, which was it was a screening of an event. So they recorded it. It had all the cool transitions and animations that we're so used to. We all got to watch it in the theater, and then we got to play with the stuff. So there is a new iPhone lineup, a mm-hmm. new watch lineup, and some new AirPods. Yeah. What do you think we should talk about first? Can I first talk about how this is my first time in Steve Jobs Theater? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how is it? What is your impression? Because maybe I'm a little jaded at this point. Yeah, I've been in the top part. I've never been in the actual theater. Right. Really cool. I honestly think my favorite part is that all the handrails are like carved into the marble of the staircases, which is just like one of those little things that you notice that is just like on another level. Architecture Um, nerds would have a lot of fun on this campus. But yeah, um, it was really cool. I got to witness my first live good morning. Good morning. We're so glad you could join us. Which is like bucket list check right now. So I'm, I'm pretty amped about that, but it was super fun. Really glad to be here and we we're rewarded with some pretty cool things. Let's just start with yeah. AirPods uh, right off the bat. Okay, let's start with the with the smaller updates. So AirPods Pro, new AirPods Pro. Yes. $249 wireless noise canceling earbuds. We've seen this before. There are some updates to the buds themselves. I think the bigger update is to the case, actually. I really like the new case. Yes. But for the buds, I have my notes here because I was writing furiously while I was tweeting the entire event. You probably saw my tweets. But let's see, AirPods, because this is the... Uh, the update we got here. New H2 chip, mm-hmm. which will enable new adaptive transparency mode. Now, I've yeah. talked about transparency mode on AirPods before being really good. This new adaptive transparency mode samples 48,000 times per second and can identify spikes in outside volume and actually cancel those out. So it has 
still letting in sound from like your normal environment, but if you walk past the construction zone, it might cancel the jackhammer out while you walk by. I thought that was really interesting, kind of like a hybrid between both of them because transparency mode's awesome because you wanna be aware of people around you and maybe yeah. more important noises, but you don't always wanna hear the like Everything. high decibel spikes, like potentially ear damage, like eardrum damaging noises. So being able yeah. to eliminate that while in still having transparency mode for that is really, really neat. Um, they also said they have an improved noise cancellation Mm -hmm. two times the amount of cancellation versus original AirPods Pro. I think that two times number you're going to notice as kind of a theme over the event. Uh -huh. I feel like there's a lot of things that are twice as good as previous. Okay. Um, you'll see that through a little faster but, or a little more. Um, but we also have touch control on the stem, 33% increased battery life. You mentioned the case. I really like the yeah. lanyard. The case is sick. Yeah, the case is really so nice. So the case, they added a little lanyard thing on the side. Very uh, small touch. A lot of them have like little things like that already. The, the Sonys uh, have that already, but mm -hmm. it was nice because this is the thing I think is they realize people lose not just individual ear, ear pods, but they lose the case yes. all the time. And all the changes to the case are so that you are less likely to lose the case. Exactly. So you can put a lanyard on it, finally. There's also now a speaker on the bottom of the case so that it can play a sound and you can find it more easily. So if you're in find my mode, you're doing the, the sort of location thing where it shows you exactly where to find it, uh, that's helpful. But obviously having a sound playing from it, super good. So you're less likely to lose the case now. There's also a little MagSafe compatibility. It'll snap onto the MagSafe charger. Yes. It's great. Better case. So that's the AirPods update. It's pretty small. This is the type of thing where like, I kind of just have to try it to use it and figure yeah. out how good it is. They should have a six hour claimed battery life from one charge, which is 33% more than the original AirPods Pro. And then 30 hours total of listening as you continue to charge it up through the case. Um, but there's really no other huge changes. Not like they added USB-C or did anything crazy. Like this is still very much normal looking AirPods. For sure. Uh, I do agree. I think it's going to be something we need to test, which we didn't get to do a whole lot of today. Um, yeah. uh, they made mo a lot of claims saying that it does sound much better. There's lower New distortion drivers. on drivers. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So uh, it's hard to tell that in a, I really appreciated though, in the event, the, um, the transitions of the person who is showing it off, going through like the subway to the construction site, they walk out of like the subway to the construction site. It's Dude. like the kind, those transitions are what every other event, like live event we've seen thrive, like yeah. would like to be and isn't. Instead you have like Carl Bay walking out of a room into another room of nothing that okay. just looks dumb. I had a thought when I was watching the keynote. Mm -hmm. I had this thought and I tweeted it. The thought was, Jesus, the audio is so good. Where are the microphones? And I'm watching this and I'm like, Maybe they're recording the voiceovers after. Maybe this is such a big production because every single person has to then record their lines over again to dub over what they were talking about. And I tweeted it. And then I had someone at Apple tell me, nope, it's all real. It's, it's all, all real lines. They are recording in those crazy environments. I mean, there's obviously incredible situational control where they can make sure everything sounds perfect, but it does, it does sound kind of perfect out there. It feels like magic. It's like AI is what I'm assuming it's it good. is. I don't, it's I good. don't really know, but, um, yeah, I think that's all we really have for AirPods Pro. Maybe let's, uh, take a quick jump into like one of the Apple watches and then we'll take a break and check okay. out the rest of the Apple watches. Maybe SE since that's the, the smaller update. Sure. Okay. So Apple watch lineup has, there's, there's three new watches. Yes. Apple Watch SE, Apple Watch Series 8, and then Apple Watch Ultra. 
So the way the lineup was before, it was Apple Watch Series 7, and then they kept around the previous generations. Like the Apple Watch Series 3 had to stay around to be the cheap one, and they also had the SE. So now the SE is the entry-level one, and that's coming in at, let me double-check before I say it, I believe it's I 249 for GPS, okay. 299 for cellular. Okay. So it's, it's at the bottom of the lineup, but it's going to be better than the Series 3 in pretty much every way. Bigger screen, better updated design. It has the new S8, SIP. New sensors, so there's a new temperature sensor in there. There's a new is gyroscope. That, is that in the SE? Yeah. The, the temperature one Yeah, was? they mentioned okay. it, yeah. So the new baseline to the Apple Watch lineup is is better. This is, this is they mentioned it, I think, kind of like the ideal watch to get you in the ecosystem for, like, maybe a kid That's, or a family watch. I think as a family, like, and you don't want to spend as much as a kid, being able to have that was still emergency SOS and, like, crack, crash... Ugh, crash detection and stuff like that, being able to crash. track your kids and everything if you're sending them off. I know the my first cell phone was because I was on the baseball team and my mom wanted me to have some way to be able to contact emergency services or her. Mm -hmm. So with this, you have a cheaper version of being able to, you could put limited contacts in it and you could also oh, do yeah. like emergency contact. So it feels like a great thing to send a kid off to to school or something like yeah. that. Yeah, my first my first phone is a much nerdier reason. I was going off to take summer school classes at a college. Nice, just math stuff. That's awesome. terrible. But I got a flip phone out of it, so that was nice. cool. Um, you want to talk about crash detection? That was the the one. Here's the thing. There's no way I'm going to be able to test crash detection. I thought like, it was our next briefing. <laughs> I they haven't not, told you that I don't yet? want to okay, test crash yeah. detection. Okay, so there's a new pair of sensors in the Apple Watches. All of them that are number one, a high G-force sensing accelerometer, and number two, an updated, more precise gyroscope. And one of the things they've enabled in the software in watchOS 9 is crash detection. Literally, they've already had fall detection. Like if you fall off a ladder or you fall down the stairs, obviously elderly people will be able to notice that it's saying, hey, do you wanna call SOS, call 911, things like that. Now, uh, if you're in a car crash and you're the only one in the crash and you have your watch on you, you can call SOS from there. Or actually, it'll automatically call if you as don't soon as you crash it, because yeah. it sensed the crash. Cool. I'm not going to test that. No. <laughs> I, I trust it. I, I just trust it. I did find it interesting yeah. that they said a majority of crashes happen with single driver in rural areas. So where that would be super important. Um, yeah. I mean, even if it's not just a single driver, if the crash is bad enough there's a good chance neither of them are able to contact emergency services. So it basically pops up, says uh, emergency SOS. If you were in a, like it's, we sense that you were in a crash, uh, swipe to ignore, or if they don't see anything in there, or you can just call it straight from that. Yeah. Um, I think that's super important. We've seen a lot of things with Apple watch and just Apple in general is like safety is a huge priority and they do a lot of really, really fun and good and important safety yeah. measurements. That was the opening uh, I was going to say monologue, but it was the opening scene for the watch was a mm -hmm. bunch of different situations where the Apple Watch in an edge case basically saved a life just because it has these monitoring features and it was able to do that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Bear in your kitchen, you've got an Apple Watch. Exactly. You're good to go. Yeah. One thought that came through my head, which is probably an unreasonable thought, but I thought it anyway, is... Is there ever going to be an accidental trigger for crash mode? Because you know how you, you'll like run up the stairs or something and then your watch is like, hey, are you working out? Would you like to start a workout? And you're like, no, but I am kind of doing a lot right now. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes you jump and land and your watch thinks you fell. That happens to me. Does it? Sometimes, well, I don't know if it's going to happen, but will this ever happen where someone does something so insane that it thinks they crashed? I hope not. So a good question that I didn't see in there is when that notification comes up, is it going to vibrate or 
buzz your hand or something so you Probably. know that that's up because then I don't see it happening because you're in that scenario it thinks you crashed you get the buzz and look and then you can ignore it right you can hit I'm okay but if not or you just happen to miss it because you're super distracted or something then maybe but i see that as being a pretty uh, it's probably not pretty good likely scenario. probably a lot of g-forces and a lot of sensors going into going ah this is a car crash it was, it was a lot that happened yeah do you think anybody is going to do a youtube video of i tested the uh, apple watch crash test yes 100 percent. i think there will be a youtube it video will not be a it. studio video I won't be yes won't be yes no. all right let's take a quick break let's come back talk the rest of the watches and the phones. Also, quick mention, we normally do trivia right here. We are gonna save all of it for the end. We have some recorded things, but we have limited time here and we just wanna make sure we get all of the regular podcast in before we do trivia. Yeah. But wait till the end, it'll still all be there. Be right back. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously, hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. That's right, $25 a month, every month. Sorry, hidden fees, we're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. All right, we're back. Let's talk about the rest of the Apple Watch lineup before we get onto the phones, which is, I have a lot to say about all this stuff, but let's do the, the Watch Series 8 and the Watch Ultra. I'm so excited for the Ultra, okay. sorry. Okay, well, let's hurry this, this part is good, because yeah. you know, I, I wanna hear your thoughts on this too. So, the Apple Watch Series 8 is very similar to the Apple Watch Series 7. It's in the same case, it's a very similar design, same size, um, and same price, 399 for GPS, 499 for cellular. But there are some small new things that are changed, which is nice. Uh, it has the new temperature sensors. Yeah. Uh, it does use those temperature sensors along with a bunch of other information for advanced cycle tracking. So women who need to track that sort of stuff, obviously retroactive ovulation estimates, things like that, that's yeah. new to the Apple Watch. Which, and most importantly, there's Apple and privacy and those things being encrypted and super private for people that are tracking those things, which right. I think is fantastic. There is the two new motion sensors I mentioned earlier for crash detection. Mm -hmm. And then there is a new low power mode. Yes. So the watch currently has the same quoted 18 hour battery life, but there's a new low power mode that disables some things like always on display and auto workout detection. And that can get you a longer battery life. I kind of do that anyway when I know I want to save battery. Yeah. Like I put it in theater mode. Right now my watch is off because it's in theater mode and it doesn't have the always on display going. But it'll have a mode where it just does a bunch of things smartly to save you battery. Yeah, I do. Cool. It says up to 36 hours of battery life on a full charge with that um, low power mode, but it still is giving you a lot of, like you still can activity track, you still can do a lot of normal things, yeah. but it's just finding those more things that always need to be constantly like in tune, like auto activity tracking, yeah. um, which it feels like you're not losing that much out of it, but getting extended battery life, we all know how much I love the battery life on the Apple Watch, so <laughs> I'm hoping this 
does increase it. Um, and what's cool about that is it's available on the Series 4, anything over Series 4, as long as it has watchOS 9. So yeah. that is coming to other watch models. So it's they're saying 36 hours. Right now, the way I use the Apple Watch, I get a day and a half of use out of the Apple Watch, which is my 36 hours. So if they're saying the normal battery life is 18 hours, and then the low power mode battery life is 36 hours, then it's roughly doubling the battery life if you just leave it in low power mode all the time. Hopefully, I want you to test it. I want you to bring it to a tournament with no charger, and I want you to put it on low power mode and see if you can get home Sunday night or Monday morning. That's a legit test. I would really like to two see full that. days, two and a half days. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will do that. That's a real test I will run. Okay, all right. Well, that's the Apple Watch Series 8. It's going to look very similar, but we then got a new watch wait, wait. added to the top. Let's of the just lineup. do colors and price real quick, and then we'll... I, I know you're excited to get to uh, Sorry, Ultra, yes, but let's do... Um, Midnight Starlight Silver Red in aluminum and uh, silver gold and graphite I have for stainless Are steel. Are those all the same? Have? I think that's all the same as last year. It might be. I'm not 100% sure. Sounds um, familiar. But $399 for GPS, $499 for cellular. Also... Hopefully we have all the information here. We have literally gone from the event to shooting to like a 10 minute lunch to shooting some more to right into here. So we have been cleaning this all up as we go. I haven't and stopped moving since this No, morning. we have not. I'm very excited to sleep tonight. All um, right. Ultra time. Ultra. Ultra time. First off, the name. Not what we expected. Okay. So they said the name Ultra on stage and I I was sort of like taking my notes and I already started writing Apple Watch Pro. I was just like, I was I had ready it. for the Apple Watch yeah. Pro info. And then uh, they said Ultra and I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of the name we use for a lot of companies' highest end, most extreme things. I mean, Galaxy S twenty two Ultra. How many other Ultra products do we know about? So this, this is fine. It's fine. It's Ultra. It's different. We did mention how like yeah. LG potentially had a trademark on Watch Pro, but I didn't think that would affect it because Watch Series eight Pro we thought it would be, but it could have yeah. also been Watch Max. So Watch Ultra was just. I he I heard a couple gasps in the audience, like oh. <laughs> That's I mean, they, they already have an Ultra, the M1 Ultra. True. So it's like, it's it's above Pro. Ultra is above Pro in that lineup. So maybe this is even better than Pro. That is what it is. That's anyway, okay. Here's what it is. The the way they introed it, which I think is probably the most important, is it's a watch for exploration, adventure, and endurance. So when you mm -hmm. picture an Apple Watch for exploration and adventure and endurance, you picture a thicker, titanium, durable, flat Apple Watch with a much larger battery and more features. And that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I I keep going back and forth between, man, this watch is really big and man, this watch is really small for what it is because there are some Garmin watches, right? I'm looking yeah. at, I'm thinking yeah, about no, no, the, you're right. the really big, the Garmin watches, the, the rubberized, military shock resistant, all these gigantic watches that look hilarious on my wrist. Like I don't have a very big wrist and those watches look ridiculous. And so this Apple watch looks small compared to those it still looks huge you could it tell the huge. people in the event that had it on before they even like really announced it and yeah. it was just a chunk on your wrist. it's huge compared to the, the watch i'm wearing now so okay all the details i'll just go down the specs and we have some reactions to these but it is a okay. flat sapphire crystal display instead of like curving over the edges mm -hmm. that's a plus for durability it is their biggest brightest display it's a 49 millimeter case and it'll do up to 2000 nits of brightness, which is pretty sick. That actually matches the phone that we're gonna talk about in a second. Uh, but you can use literally an all white screen as a flashlight, it's that bright. That's pretty cool. And then if you were just thinking, all right, I wanna make a more ruggedized Apple Watch, what would I do? All of those little things that you'd picture, like bulking up uh, the digital crown 
adding a sort of like a crown guard, making the buttons protrude more so you can hit them with gloves on, mm -hmm. having a second set of speakers that are larger that can go up to 86 decibels for a siren in an SOS situation. All these things, they, they did all of it. Uh, and so now you end up with a watch that is thicker on your wrist, but also has more room inside for a battery. And so the last spec, which is the battery life, is 36 hours of battery life, 60 hours with the new battery optimization setting coming later this fall. I'm very interested to see what that is. So 36 hours battery life. Yeah. If you think about it, how you say 18 hours is a day and a half. So 36 hours feels like it should be maybe a it's little double. longer than that, maybe underestimating. I'm going to say if this is double 36 hours, then it should last me three days. That would be awesome. Because it's one and a half now. So three days. It's still... I would like to see how it compares to the Galaxy Watch 5 Pro yeah. because both of those were watches that I felt had very mediocre battery life beforehand compared yeah. to like a Garmin, which can have like eight days of battery life that I've experienced and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so both of those, we haven't fully tested the Watch 5 Pro yet and now we're going to be testing the Ultra and hopefully both of those are going over two days. I'm hoping that over two days, including sleep tracking and stuff. An entire weekend is, it must last a weekend. I, I think it has to last a weekend. Yeah. Um, but then these, the 60 hours of with the battery optimization, they didn't say much about it. It's coming later this fall, they said. I'm interested yeah. to see what it is, if it's similar to this low power mode. Um, the thing, the whole thing about it is, is a lot of these new features gives you all these crazy, like the compass on it is wild. It has waypoints you can add with the new track, with the button on the side. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get into, there's a, yeah. They did a bunch of stuff with the hardware, but they also did a bunch of stuff on top which is number one, the, the, the faces that you mentioned, it has specific new Wavepoint watch faces with compass built in and all this cool stuff, very cool. It also has specific new watch bands that are launching with it. There are three new bands. They're so good. This is, I swear, this is what's gonna sell you on the, the watch is just wow. the bands that are sick. You don't enough. even have to, by the way, the bands, you can buy them separately. We they, did. They fit on other Apple watches. We tested the, because it's 49 millimeters, it's much bigger than say like the 44 millimeter uh, SE, which yeah. I took the band off of all of the ultras that we saw in the shooting area and put it on the 44. It fits. There's a very, very little, I mean, like if you put a macro lens up to it, you could see there's a little bit of overlap. You will never notice Barely it on noticeable. your wrist. You can 100% use these bands on any watch that you have. And Let's see, it's the Alpine, it's the Trail, and then the other like underwater one. I Ocean Band. Ocean Band, okay. Yeah. The Trail is the greatest smart smartwatch band I've seen on any watch, smartwatch ever. It is We've so We've seen a lot of bands. It's everything that I love. I've talked multiple times about liking the Solo Loop because when I'm typing, I hate anything that's like a hard piece of plastic yeah. or metal, which most watches have that my wrist is sitting on and yeah. when i'm climbing there that happens a lot also this is elastic velcro has a really nice soft like nylon pull tab it is perfect it's thin i love it it's, it's thin durable. it's ultra comfortable yeah. i was just wearing it in the shooting scenario for like a while for absolutely no reason just keeping it on it was great um yeah. the alpine one is also really cool that does have like a metal hook but it has a bunch of really cool loops around the whole yeah. the whole watch band and then you can just hook it in and uh, adjust it whenever you want. For high-speed water sports. No, that's the ocean band. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought you said. No, that's the like bubbly one with the, yeah, that the one was one. fine, I'm not yeah. that into that one, I'm, but yeah. um, maybe for scuba diving, which they mentioned a lot of stuff about this watch in scuba diving. I have, z 
literally zero experience when it comes to that. So hopefully somebody okay. out there can be like, a scuba dive, that seemed cool. This is how I think they designed this watch. They went to a bunch of athletes in a bunch of extreme sports and said, do you use the Apple Watch? And the ones that said, I wanted to, but I can't. It can't actually keep up with me. They talked to those people and added all the features they cared about. So somewhere there were some divers who were like, yeah, the Apple Watch, it is water resistant, but I dive down to 70, 80, 90 feet and the watch isn't rated for that. So then they made the watch rated for WR100 water resistance. Now it'll go down to 100 feet. Now there's a yeah. dive app that'll measure how fast you're going down and it'll measure the water temperature and how fast you need to come up to still be okay. All this stuff. They talked to those divers. Then they talked to people who run marathons. I think Adam did this. Adam, if you're editing this, maybe you can add a little <laughs> little text above my head or something, but I think that the watch dies before the end of a marathon. I actually had yeah. a really fun conversation with um, his channel's called Hella Good. He's um, the runner who ran across the United States and at the end with Casey. He's here at the event. I think he's super excited for this ultra. He's wild he does some really cool marathons or like 100 mile races stuff like that he said his apple watch usually dies yeah i'm sure he's excited for this because he loves ex what we have always said he loves the motivation and the streaks that you get from it but he generally wears he said four watches when he's yeah. testing stuff yeah um <laughs> highly suggest going to his channel i think whatever we do on the apple watch ultra his channel is going to have the really intense stuff that we'll probably I'm never figure that. out. But yeah. um, he was a super nice guy, and I cannot wait to see what he thinks about this watch because he's tested a lot in scenarios that I could never dream of accomplishing. So they definitely talked to people like him. Yeah. And those people said, I can't use this watch because the battery doesn't last long enough for GPS tracking for five straight hours. Then they went on to add enough battery life to do an Ironman, which is like a, what is it, a two-mile swim... 100 mile, bike 100 mile bike ride and then a marathon, mm -hmm. GPS tracking and heart rate tracking the entire time. And they said that on stage. And I was like, oh, so you listen to those people. Perfect. That's what they yeah. did with this watch, it seems like. I think we need to make Adam do an Ironman. Adam is going to be doing an Ironman to be testing the battery life of the Apple Watch Ultra. He'll have fun hearing this one. He you heard gets all the first. files to edit later tonight. He's uh. going to do it. Uh, dual frequency GPS for higher accuracy and better accuracy in more challenging environments. Again, it was a specific call out to like, if you run the Chicago marathon, which is in a city with a bunch of skyscrapers blocking your view of the sky, you had trouble with GPS tracking for your run. This will solve that. I assume they're correct about that. I haven't run that marathon myself, but Adam's going to run that too, <laughs> to test that. <laughs> we love Adam so Adam's much. The He's best. the best. So this watch will be $7.99. Yes. When we were watching the keynote, we were trying to guess what the price would be. I said eight ninety nine. All the rumors guessing. were around a thousand, and I just said I just my prediction for this is hopefully not a thousand dollars. So eight hundred, I think, is reasonable. There are a lot of garments out there. Some it of the big have. running watches that yeah. are right around there six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. So I think it's in a fair spot. I think people who are, I've kind of been calling it like the GoPro of smartwatches because it has all these incredible, really cool, super intense things that all oh. of us think we do, but don't actually do. Kind of like when you buy a GoPro and then never actually use it. So okay. I think it'll still uh, like work for everyday life and just increase battery life. But I think there are gonna be some people out there who are like, yeah, I've got night vision mode and like all this crazy stuff. And I'm just like walking around my local park. It is interesting. Okay. So a bunch of people at the event asked me, oh, Marquez, you're getting the, the watch ultra, right? And I'm not sure. Like, I'm really not sure. So here's why I like this watch and it is small 
And when I play, actually, I wear the watch on my left wrist because I don't like having a whole bunch of stuff on my throwing wrist, mm -hmm. right? I play ultimate. I'm throwing with my right hand. Um, the titanium watch is lighter than you'd think. It was surprisingly light. So I was worried, like, oh, man, this is going to be heavy. Like, I do want all the extra features, but I don't want a huge heavy watch on my wrist all the time. But it's lighter than you think, so I think I'd be okay with the weight. But it is still bigger and thicker. And I'm already, like, on the edge of, like, how much computer on my wrist can I tolerate? And I don't know if in everyday life that isn't extreme sports, I would want to have this huge computer on my wrist thing. Like, I can still dress up. I wore it to the Met Gala, remember? <laughs> like, I can still dress up an Apple Watch, not to flex, but, like, <laughs> it's fine. You can wear it in, like, normal places and people don't look at it twice. Uh, would you wear a Garmin to a nice dinner? I don't no. really think people want to do that, so... I don't to, know. To each their own, I guess. I um, really don't want two it, watches. I it is pick chunky. One. It's it's a big watch. Um, I don't know. I can imagine. I don't know if I would play ultimate with it. That's a lot of yeah. watch, like hanging around, like swinging at people. Yeah, um, but, I would golf in it easy. Yeah, because I'd wear it on the left wrist, and I'd have the GPS tracking going the whole time, and it would be great. I would. I mean, I would kill to take it hiking. There's a bunch of things that. it'd, it'd be, be great really for. Fun. But how? It's like a GoPro. How often are you going to do that? You're going to have it sitting around, thinking like, "Oh, I'm going to go hiking every day," and then all winter you're like. I have this huge watch. Maybe it's the extra set of motivation. You need to get out and do that and stop mm. playing Valorant every day instead. So yeah, still that no, might be a, still no group fitness. What do you, yeah, still no group fitness competition. Um, what do you think of overall design real quick before we get off of this? Of the, of the ultra? Yeah. Cause basically what it is, is it's a bigger, it's 49 millimeter Apple watch, but yeah. it has, like you said, bigger digital crown. It has a like big chunk coming out of the side of it, like a protrusion. And then it has an extra button oh. on the side, which is orange, which I actually didn't even liked. mention that. Okay. Yes. I, I, I do like the design. I'll just say like on the left, there is an extra button. It's called the action button. It is orange. All of the watches of the ultras are the same. They all have cellular. They all are silver titanium looking and they all have an orange action button. And I kind of like that about it. Like it, it seems to signal just the way it looks is sort of ruggedized look, but you can customize what the action button does. So if you just hit the action button from your watch home screen, you can start a workout with it I with no like, countdown, just mm -hmm. instantly start a workout, or you can have it fire up your flashlight, or you can have it fire up a different app. There's a bunch of different things that I showed in the settings of the hands-on video. Um, I like that about it. So I think design-wise, I think they 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 took an Apple Watch further towards durability instead of taking a Garmin and pulling it towards Apple Watch. I think that's Does the that right. Make sense? I think it's the right move also. Yeah. Um, they And they did have stuff like you can do waypoint tracking with that action button. You can do markers if you're doing um, running. And I also do believe it had similar of uh, the like satellite GPS stuff. So if you do get lost, you can use it to contact emergency services, which yeah. is awesome. Another thing we will not be testing. I don't think so. <laughs> Only um, Adam needs to test uh, this. <laughs> just yeah. throw Adam in the woods, I guess. Because Poor they Adam. talked to people <laughs> hiking mountains and they were like, uh, you ever needed uh, to like track your waypoints in case you're in complete whiteout conditions and need to find base camp and you the, can't see. There is benefit of waypoint tracking. I have used it on other watches before, not because I've gotten lost, but sometimes when there's a lot of trailheads and if trailheads are really sharp with a lot of brush and stuff like that, you can very easily just like walk straight past it, wonder why you're not hitting the trailhead that you mean to hit. And then I've looked back, seen that I've gone past the waypoint and then realize I should double back instead of keep walking okay. miles away from where I need to yeah. be. Yeah, so you hit the action button to mark your waypoint, exactly. and then you'll be able to come back to it whenever. Um, but yeah, I guess what we've learned from this is Adam's gonna do an Ironman, he's going to hike 
uh, a mountain. He's mm-hmm. going to do a desert run in extreme heat just because it can go up to 130 degrees Fahrenheit. We got to, of course, make sure that's true about it. Uh, and all the other features will, of course, be uh, pushing to the limits with our incredible podcast. I think producer. Adam needs a raise, maybe. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a good watch. I think it's a good watch. It's yeah. not for everyone. It's the Ultra, and that's why it's called the Ultra, but it is a good watch. I like it, and I want to try it really bad. I also want to see if I if it will get messed up climbing because I have like a perfect score of destroying watches. It's titanium, which so is the glass. Okay. We'll see. And the sapphire. Oh, are you already scratching the glass? I think it's the same glass. It's just flat instead of curved. It has like a little bit of a lip though that it might be able to protect it from. We'll see. Okay. I'll try it. We'll see. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come back and talk iPhone 14. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, welcome back. This is, uh, I guess, we sort of went in ramping up order as to the most important, most yeah. common things you will see on the street after this, which is the big thing that we all knew was coming at the September Apple event, the iPhone 14 series. So it's a new lineup this time. It is iPhone 14 and iPhone 14 Plus, iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max, which means no more new mini iPhone, although it's still being sold on Apple's site for $550. Just a thought. Still there. Noted. Is it 550? It's 5 something. Anyway, I'm not sure. It's it's a very different lineup. This is not yeah. a lineup we're used to here and I think like while there maybe aren't as many changes on the 14 and 14 plus besides it being a completely new product, um it's really interesting to see where Apple might be going, which is how they do these launches in the future and and how they're doing stuff because jumping right into this, the first thing we saw is the A15 Bionic and the 14, which is yeah. the same chip. Yeah. Okay, so the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus have the same A15 Bionic from last year. Um, They have the same screen sizes, 6.1 inch and 6.7 inch as the larger ones from last year. Mm -hmm. And they have uh, basically the same displays, slightly higher peak brightness. They're they're in the same design. They're going to look basically the same. They have one new, like, chalky blue color. If you can see my shirt right now, if you're watching the video version, it's kind of like that. Or you can watch the hands-on video. Um, But it's going to look mostly the same. Um, But the improvements are, there's three main changes I want to go over. One, connectivity. There is no more physical SIM card tray on US iPhone 14s. Only eSIM. Mm-hmm. 
which to me was interesting. eSIM's fine. eSIM works really well, especially when like upgrading between phones with eSIM or even swapping between carriers. But I wonder if that acts kind of like a little wall in the ecosystem. If I wanted to move from an iPhone to a different phone, most new phones support eSIM, yeah, but to do. a different phone, that I'm going to be thinking about that. That's interesting. But eSIM is there. Then there is uh, SOS connectivity through satellite, which was cool to see. So this is another edge case that you'll hopefully never need, mm -hmm. but theoretically you're in an area with no, it's actually really cool. You're in an area with no cellular connectivity. You're usually a few miles or so from a cell tower. You don't see anyone near you. There's no cell towers, but you still need to send a message. It will be able to talk to the frequencies of satellites overhead. Typically to do that, you'd need a larger radio or something bigger. You've seen a Starlink dish. With like an extended antenna. With a big much. antenna. You need a clear unobstructed view of the sky. And ideally you're actually pointing it at a satellite. All of this is a lot. With the iPhone, there's actually UI on the iPhone 14 to help you point at a satellite. So if you have an unobstructed view of the sky, it'll assist you to point at a satellite and actually get a message sent, ideally within 30 to 30 to 60 seconds, maybe more. Ideal, it's also shrinking the size of your message with a proprietary format. It's doing a lot, but you can still send that message with no cell connectivity. And I think there were two really cool things that I liked about that and, and just like problems they had to solve to make sure that works. One is that um, just in case you are, if basically if you are sending something that is uh, text, you're usually sending text things through there. If it is at an emergency services that can accept text messages, it'll do that. If not, they have relay centers set up that will yeah. incorporate the text message you send, relay it to a place through a phone call, which is really important and yeah. pretty awesome. And then also they basically have like an FAQ that will come up because they know that those text messages take a little to send. And rather than having to ask a bunch of questions, you can input what kind of distress you are in, answer a bunch of questions and it can send it in one. Yeah. So whoever you're sending it to only needs that one message. So one of those features you hope you never need, but exactly. it is pretty cool and it is added for iPhone 14. Um, so that's connectivity. One the thing about that though, they also said free for two years. Oh yeah. Which I was a little sure. confused about. I don't know if it will be a paid app later one. I'm assuming it's only on 14 and, and future phones. Um, yeah. I don't know in terms of if it's a subscription service or anything after that. I have a they kind of skipped over that pretty quickly. Yeah, I have a feeling they're still figuring that out. So it's, yeah. it'll be for free two years. It's also launching in November in the US and Canada only to start. Okay. Um, from there, we'll just stay tuned because uh, not sure yet. Yeah, in terms of being acceptable in other places, other US and other than the US and Canada, it's obviously like way more than just a phone. It's like with all these relays and different ways they have to contact emergency services. There's so much logistics that they have to yeah, do. So it makes sense. It's going to take a while to roll out for everyone else. Yeah, but uh, really, the biggest upgrade I think with this is going to be the cameras. There is a new camera system, and it is a larger 12 megapixel. Uh, rear-facing camera, larger sensor, larger, wider uh, max aperture. And there also is a new 12 megapixel selfie camera with autofocus. To me, and there's also sensor shift image stabilization in the main camera. To me, this is basically an iPhone 13 Pro minus the second, the third camera, and then dressed up in aluminum and minus ProMotion. So they, they just take the same chip you know, the, the better cameras, all that stuff, which is a really good phone. And one year later, they can ship it in this lower price point in this aluminum body. And it's a perfectly reasonable phone for most people. So it's going to be very familiar. Same notch, same design, like we all said. That's all fine. So that's 14 and 14 plus. 
the benefit, as much as I wish it had 120 hertz, the benefit of having a bigger iPhone with the A15 Bionic and a 1080p 60 hertz screen is they're saying it'll have the longest battery life ever in an iPhone. It will definitely... I have no doubts it will be the like battery champ going forward. I mean, you yeah. already have like the iPhone as one of the like idle battery champs and then you just make it bigger and have more in it. Yeah. Um, I also really thought it was kind of funny and kind of appreciated it, but mostly thought it was funny how long they took to show us what a bigger screen means and how you can see more things on a bigger screen. Yeah. And it's just like, you can see more text messages. You can see more in your album. It's like, yeah. We, we know. You can see more stuff. Yeah, you can it's see bigger. more stuff. It's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there's anything I know about people and screens, it's they like the bigger one if they can it pick the It seems to two. be, yeah. So I think that's going to be a hit low key. Um, so $799 in September for the iPhone 14, $899 in October for the 14 Plus. Then we got the Pros. Mm -hmm. Okay, the Pros have a little bit more going on that are visually distinct from last year's Pros. And not just visually, it's got a new chip inside. It's the A16 this year on a four nanometer process, which is pretty cool. There is also a new purple color. Did you like the purple color? I really color? thought it was green. I'm just mad it wasn't green. We got all these green badges and we saw a lot of green hints and then we got a purple phone, yeah. A little sad, especially because we call it green, but. Yeah. I actually think the, the space gray looks different from last year. It's darker. The rings around the cameras are darker. That looks really good. And the whole thing is like this dark, sleek. It's almost like shale gray. I like. I like it's the new space gray. It's way better. I like it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably go for that one. Um, but really, no one's surprised that you are. Yeah. Well, here I am. <laughs> uh, same two sizes: 6.1 inches and 6.7 inches. But obviously, the new higher-end Pro displays, which are a little bit brighter as well this year, peak 2,000 nits outdoor brightness. That's. I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, since nits are logarithmic and they said it's twice as bright as last year, that should be a noticeable difference in brightness outside. We'll see. We'll should, see. Yeah, I guess. It should be better. But I think the main difference here is the new camera system and the new pill cutout that has a name. What should we talk about first? <laughs> Dynamic Island. Dynamic Island. All right, welcome to Dynamic Island. We're calling it the Dynamic Island. The iPhone 14 Pros, instead of having a normal static peninsula at the top, have a new pill cutout for the cameras and the Face ID system, and they actually moved the proximity sensor underneath the display. Mm -hmm. So now it'll look like a little, a little oval at the top of the screen. Now, when I first saw this, because there were rumors about it, we were kind of expecting something like this. Yeah. Um, I was like, ah, that's... It's Fine. a whole. It's a whole bunch. It, We've seen it punch. before. Like I've seen this. It, it it looks a little different. Neat, but the name Dynamic Island is actually associated with a bunch of features that they added. Which is interesting because when they first announced it, there was like a pretty solid giggle across the audience. Oh, 100%. Of like... 100%. They put Dynamic that? Island in huge text on the screen and everyone around me went, what? <laughs> That's the name? But okay, so here's what they're doing. There's a bunch... This actually became my favorite feature of the film. I know. Is there's, uh, there's all these little animations that extend around this pill. So the pill sort of morphs and shapes. So... Just the cutout by itself is dead pixels, right? That's not yes. pixels on the screen. It's cutting out around the cameras. But because it's an OLED, you can just shut down pixels around it. And so they built all these animations around it where if you have an ongoing activity, a live activity, uh, notifications, ongoing tasks, some things that are happening at the top, they can show you those things 
in like animations around the pill. Yeah, I think a perfect example is pretty much any audio, so music or podcast, it basically will show one side of the pill. The pill will extend in this really, really smooth animation. Yep. One side will have like podcast cover art, like we had the waveform podcast up on it. So the left showed our cover art, the right just showed a little waveform that's showing that something's playing. It's such a small thing. It's just a nice little playful UI touch that like... If any other phone company did this, we would have been all over it like, oh, that's smart. It's annoying how good it looks. It's like, why didn't anyone think of this before? Yeah, it's It's the epitome of Apple. It's like hole punch cutouts have been around forever at this point. Apple does it later and they just absolutely knock it out of the park. The closest thing we got is wallpapers, I think. Like, remember how viral all of these, you know, hole punch wallpapers went for like the the past four years of hole punch phones we've had. We've had these cool wallpaper apps, which would put like, like an eye around like the pill cutout or the hole punch or whatever. Like, oh, those are, it's kind of cool that you can like set up your home screen around it. Well now, yeah, the active UI will move around this, this dynamic island. I'm going to stop calling it that because it's just too Yeah, this, much. this podcast will be the last time I call it yeah. dynamic island, but I think. It but it's really cool cutout. It's really good UI. Um, I think regular people are going to love that. I think it's going to be one of those things where you're like, the people out there who don't like Apple are going to be like, it's so stupid. Stop like, stop saying this is cool. And then you see it and it helps you like quick switch between apps. I mean, we sat there just messing with it for probably like 20 minutes. It is actually kind of low key, a task switcher for Mm -hmm. certain things. So I mentioned live activities before, like you can have things going on that just stay persistent up there. If I have a timer, for example, and music playing, All I have to do to bring up the music because it's playing in the background is just tap on that little extended part of the island. I just tap it and it brings it up. And while it comes up, it still shows the other half, which is the timer. And if I ever want to go on the timer, I just tap that. So instead of having to swipe down and go into the timer, which is fine, it's just two clicks instead of one. It's just a one click quick switch thing now. It's a, it's a multitasking it's also, UI. You also can hold it and get like quick commands through that. Like if you're doing audio, you can hold it. It'll bring right. up a small box towards the top of the screen in a beautiful animation again. And you can like skip through songs. You can use like the 15 second skip, play, pause, it, all those pretty easy things. I think things. it literally just pops up the lock screen widget without pretty the Pretty much, yeah, on the top. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to be playing with that a lot, but that's pretty cool. That's the, that's the dynamic island there Mm -hmm. it is i said it okay but the other thing is the new cameras and uh i I am very interested in testing these because these are theoretically now the best cameras ever in an iphone i've been shooting autofocus videos on the iphone i want to check out the new sensor and the new stuff here but we got three new cameras here and they're all bigger than the iphone 13 pro i hold them up next to each other oh like physically bigger like on the phone yeah yeah yeah. yeah. they extend further out the back and they like you can look at it until they're all three bigger sensors which Mm -hmm. is cool um, the 48 megapixel main sensor, first megapixel bump in an iPhone in like a decade. I think I tweeted actually the last time they bumped up. It went from eight to 12 megapixels a long time ago. And we've had 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12 every year. 48 megapixel main sensor. It will bin and spit out normal 12 megapixel photos, but obviously with a lot of detail. But yes, you can shoot 48 megapixel photos in Pro Raw. So if that's the question, is there a high res mode? Yes, you switch to Pro Raw, you'll get 48 megapixel shots, which is sweet. Um, and then there is a new uh, larger ultra wide and a, an improved telephoto as well. All this stuff 
I definitely want to test. They say the the new larger sensor ultrawide is three times better in low light, takes think, better macros. Yeah, and I think the other two are two times better in low light, a which two theme of the theme of the event. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Two times better in low light. What, what is two? Two what? I don't know. Don't anyway, question it's it. It's better. Two we'll times. see. We'll find out. Um, overall, wait, wait. I, one thing I'm really excited about though, and uh -huh. it, which you mentioned shooting autofocus now is the action mode, I believe it was called, which is like the crazy stabilization in video. That's going to be good to try. I can't wait to try that. And yeah. the amount of people I saw on the event floor, like jumping, Joanna Stern and it, Judner were just like you gotta try. jumping up and down, trying it. We did not get a shot of that, but I can't wait to test it. I have a feeling it works best in certain situations. Cause again, there's new sensors in the, there's, there's a new improved gyroscope and accelerometer. I believe it takes advantage of those. But the shot that they used to demo was like a follow shot. So you're like running forward and there's a bunch of axes of stabilization needed to run forward and stabilize your motion. I think it's gonna be shots like that that see the best improvement. Um, maybe if you imagine sort of the rig that we have on the back of the truck to like shoot car stuff, all of that micro compressed into an iPhone camera, hopefully you can kind of see that sort of before and after. Yeah, We'll check it out. Um, no astrophotography feature. I was very surprised by that. We were we all kind of thought that was going to be the event thing. <laughs> um, I guess that's just what the stars look like. Two times increased you, um, low light. If you did a prop bet on like, will there be an astrophotography mode? I would have lost a lot of money on yeah, that. Exactly. I would have guaranteed a special mode for that. Um, so far out. So far out. What does that mean now? Far out was the was the name of the event. I guess far no out. No idea. Far out, if you're far out enough from cell service, you can use... There you go, you can get picked up yeah. as long as you're within the two free years of yeah, satellite Satellite connectivity, mm -hmm. that's far out. That makes sense, okay, fair. Um, the redesigned flash was low-key kind of amazing unless it's not actually gonna be able to notice it. It's, okay, they showed an animation and I watched the animation and it looked really cool and then I thought again about how small the flash is and how unlikely I am to ever notice a difference. But there's different flash patterns with the nine LEDs built into the flash of the phone. So if it recognizes that you're taking a, a macro with the ultra wide, it'll use less of them yeah. and be less harsh. Cool, maybe, I don't know. I, I think it'll be nice for all of our parents and older generation who don't turn the flash off I try um, not rather than try and teach them to not use the flash. Maybe it'll just be less um, yeah. annoying. But like how many times have we seen like a ring light on the back of a phone and we're like, holy smokes, that's way different. And then just looks like a normal flash. Yeah. So I'm, I'm skeptical, but you know, that's something else they mentioned on stage. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the new phone. So the lineup is, remember when we predicted the prices? I think you were spot on. I nailed all of them. So mm -hmm. $799 to start for iPhone 14, then $899 for iPhone 14 Plus, $999 for the Pro, $1099 to start for the 14 Pro Max, up to a terabyte again. Um, if I were to pick now, I would pick Space Gray 14 Pro, and I think that would be fine. And I would get a terabyte because we're shooting a lot of ProRes video now. And my God, does that eat your storage fast, mm -hmm. fast. So yeah, we're sending studio video stuff back from the event yeah. from ProRes and it's probably still uploading. 30, Dropbox 40 right gigs, now. just easy drop of a hat. So that is the new iPhone lineup. I think that's a pretty good, pretty solid lineup. Again, it doesn't 
it's there's not a lot of like huge design innovation happening. It's a it looks the same as last year. Most of the phone is very recognizable, especially the base 14. Nothing's folding in half. Nothing is like changing materials in any drastic way. Like these are these are iPhones. You know what you're getting with them. Yeah. But these little refinement details, especially, and I'm, it sounds so dumb when I'm not using it, but like try the dynamic island, look at it, use it for a little bit. And you're like, wow, this is really thought out, well thought out. And I wish every phone had something like this. And maybe someday they will. Who's going to copy that first? Samsung. Yeah. Yeah. It's, easy. It's yeah, yeah. Samsung. Okay. That was easy. Um, sneaky iPhone 13 still in the lineup. I felt it was worth mentioning. You can still buy a 13 or a 13 mini for, I think it's like the $500, $550 range. Okay. So that's worth noting. Obviously, sure. it's still going to be a 60 hertz phone, but like, when you spend seven, eight, nine hundred bucks, you want the latest and greatest. You probably just jump to the pro. Um, but that's the lineup. I think that there it is. That's about it. That's I, I just event. have to say, I've constantly found myself looking at these monitors. How cool we look on this! It stage. looks pretty so good. I just oh, yeah. want to again say we appreciate being able to use this set. This is a fun way to just dump my thoughts out in, uh, in a quick <laughs> right way. off just, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to do trivia? Do we want to attempt it? Do you have the files? I th <laughs> I so think what I understand is they sent us video files. Yeah, I'm, to, I'm to nervous of what this is. <laughs> if you have them it's already, ten we can seconds. Try it. It's I already opened it and it's Ellis playing ping pong. So um, okay, this do you want good. to attempt? Maybe uh, take one earphone off a little bit so okay. you can hear this. Yeah, I got transparency. Let's just go. We hear. only have a few minutes left here. Let's um. Let's just answer first one to answer it, or we both just give up pretty quick because okay. we got to wrap this up pretty soon. Let's try it. Let's attempt this. Let's hear it. Released in September of 1981, the Apple profile was a hard drive. Oh, that was the answer. <laughs> I played the answer instead of the question. I knew that was going to happen. I knew I was, was like, going to do that. The only thing that could go wrong here is if we just played the answer first instead of the question. Okay, cool. We're just going to do the second <laughs> trivia question then because I completely messed that uh, up. That's hilarious. I think I'll get a negative point on our running score. That was it's, really embarrassing and there's way too many people watching this labeled? happening right now. Were the files it, labeled? I literally clicked trivia answers, but oh there's God. a lot going on right now. Okay, so I messed that one. up. Okay, cool. New question. Um, this is starting with David as computer looking at Craig um, looking at the uh, MacBook Air. Perfect. The Apple A16 Bionic in the new iPhone 14 Pro includes almost 16 billion transistors, but what was the component that the transistor replaced? The transistor. Okay, I'm, so the I'm transistor. still so embarrassed I played the answer, so I don't know what the answer this is. Uh, this is one of those things where like, if you know a lot of computer history, you probably already have answered this out loud. And you're probably driving your car right now, yelling it to yourself, wondering why we yeah, don't we have no know idea. the answer. Um, transistor. Do you have any idea? No, I'm thinking it's just a tube. Can we ask the audience? Audience. Does anyone know the answer We've to got, that question? Uh, for those of you who don't know, there are people in the dark, like in the, in the outsides <laughs> of this, who are actually helping us with this camera work. Does anybody know the answer to this question? I guarantee somebody knows it. Vacuum tube? It's a tube. Vacuum tube? It's a tube. I let's, was right. Let's see the, uh, let me click let's the answers the answer. this. Let's hear the answer. I said it's some kind of tube, because remember cameras used to be tubes, by the way. Yes. Okay. What's the answer? The component that the transistor replaced was the vacuum tube. 
Good job. We're going to need to adjust our scoreboard to have. Um, <laughs> we have to. Yeah, add, we'll have to make sure we know who got that. From the shadows, a vacuum tube <laughs> yeah. was a correct answer. That is uh, that is incredible. Yes. So the new four nanometer chip has is it now 16 billion transistors just something I, I can't even visualize that but here we are in 2022 with uh billions and billions of transistors instead of vacuum tubes very nice yeah. i like that well i think that's about it for this episode I think that's this a wrap, has been a yeah. fun one i'm gonna close my laptop thank you uh for everyone for watching this episode and for watching the clips or for for, for subscribing to the channel of course you're here for uh, our hands-on and impressions so go ahead and watch those videos as well on the main channels but that's been it. I think uh, when you see us next week, we'll be in a different place again. We will. We'll be at another Apple. They're actually going to build a new set for us. For sure. With That's a different it. background. They're actually going to make this screen look like our old background. And then rip it. And then Craig burst through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. It's too easy. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, catch you guys next week. See you later. Peace. Waveformers produced by Adam Molina, Ellis Roven, and the wonderful Apple crew that let us use this space today. Um, we're also a partner with Vox Media Podcast Network, and our intro-outro music was created by Vane Sill. Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.